From the mind of a maniac. Eight horror stories that are interconnected either significantly or slightly and are all bundled into one gigantic collection. That's right, you get eight books for the price of one. Maniac on the Loose, The Nine Lives of Ski Mask, The Craving, The Caretakers, It Lives in the Attic, Goat Sucker, Spirit Stalkers, Hell is Full. All eight books for the price of one. Go to Amazon and search for From the Mind of a Maniac or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The campsite. I live off the beaten path in the middle of the woods. I mean, I do live on a road. It's gravel, but it's a road. And I do have neighbors. The nearest one is about a quarter of a mile away. Another half mile past them is another one, and so on. Our neighborhood is smack dab in the middle of a thick, deep forest. This is great for me because I love to go camping. Whereas most people have to load up a truckload of camping gear, drive hours to a location, unload, and then hike a few miles, I get to skip most of that stuff. A two-mile hike down a trail that starts at my backyard takes me to the most beautiful campsite I've ever been to. The area is canopied with trees, but there's a large barren section that leads right up to the edge of a breathtaking, roaring river. It's the perfect spot to pitch a tent and start a nice campfire. I fish during the day, eat my catch at night, and relax under the stars. I have a girlfriend named Jill. She's not into camping. Now, you would think that would be a deal breaker for me, but she's totally fine with me going off camping by myself, so because of that, she's a keeper. I had a weekend of camping planned and Jill was going to stay at my house while I was a couple miles away at my campsite. This was common. I think she liked having full control of the television for an entire weekend. I can be a bit of a remote control hog. My dog Pippet would usually join me during the first half of my camping trip and then get bored with me and go back home to Jill. Seriously, this was a situation that worked out good for all involved. As I left the house and began to strap on my backpack, I noticed that Pippet seemed uneasy. He kept running up to the start of the trail and would sniff around obsessively while whining. At first I thought maybe a rabbit had been there recently, but he didn't seem excited. His tail was between his legs. He appeared to be scared. 
As Jill stepped out of the house to kiss me goodbye, she said that she smelled something odd in the air. Honestly, I hadn't even noticed until she mentioned it, but after taking a few hefty sniffs, she was right. It was a musky, rancid odor. A cross between wet dog, rotten pine, ammonia, and urine. The scent was unusual, but didn't deter me from camping, not for a second. I kissed my girlfriend goodbye and ventured down the skinny path that would lead me to my campsite. Oddly enough, Pippet only went about a hundred feet down the path with me until he stopped and started barking ferociously. This was unusual for him. Something had him spooked and he wouldn't go any farther. I carried on until his barks eventually disappeared into the distance behind me. I was about halfway to the campsite when I noticed a rather large pile of scat in the middle of the trail. I'm not kidding when I say large. I assumed it was probably from a bear. Occasionally black bear have been seen in this area, but not often. Once I got closer, I ruled out bear as a possibility. The scat I was observing appeared to be more human-like than bear. And there was a lot of it. Like, multiple people squatted down and did their business in the same spot. I mean, I wouldn't put that kind of piggish behavior past some people, and I wasn't the only one to hike and camp in these woods, so this was possible and actually seemed like the most likely conclusion. As I continued, I startled when I heard the sound of a large twig breaking in the distance behind me, followed by rustling of bushes. I turned around and didn't spot anything. I assumed it was probably Pippet catching up to me, so I called out, Pippet! Here, Pippet! And there was no response. I turned and continued down the trail, but I have to say, I had the distinct nervous feeling that I was being watched. I was just a few minutes away from my campsite when I noticed several thick limbs on a nearby tree that were all twisted and bent. And I'm not talking about twigs, I'm talking about branches that are thicker around than my leg. I would have guessed it to be wind damage, but the damage was isolated to one tree. Strange. Finally, I reached my campsite and felt much more at ease. The surrounding area was alive with the buzzing of insects and the songs of birds. I pitched my tent, got a nice fire started, and began fishing. I caught enough for a huge fish fry and then some. Pippet didn't know what he was missing, although Jill was probably spoiling him back at home with some steak leftovers. When the sun dropped behind the trees, the mood at the campsite changed. I was overcome with a general sense of anxiousness. Once again, I felt like I was being watched, and the once loud croaks of frogs and chirping insects had all gone silent. It was bizarre. I was then overwhelmed with a relentless, foul odor. It was similar to what I smelled back at the house, but this was much more severe. It smelled like damp hair, rotting meat, and sulfur. It was so strong it made me cough. Then I heard a series of tapping noises, like someone tapping a branch against a thick tree trunk. This was followed by rapid movement in the surrounding brush. Something was out there. Hey, who is that? Most animals will run away if a person shouts and screams and runs at them, so I did just that. I stood up and yelled out while running about 20 feet into the lush forest. That's when I noticed the indentations in the soft earth next to a tree. 
They were human-like footprints, but they were huge, gigantic. Then I heard a deep, guttural growl. It was coming from behind a nearby thicket of trees and shrubs. It could have been a bear or maybe a mountain lion. That's what I thought until I heard a high-pitched shrieking wail. It's what I would expect a great ape to sound like. I was frozen in terror, unsure of what to do. Then it charged me. I couldn't see exactly what it was. It just appeared to be an enormous shadowy figure launching toward me. I spun and ran. I could hear the creature rushing behind me. I didn't slow down when I reached the river. I jumped right in and let the rapids whisk me away from the campsite. That's when I heard the loud splash. It jumped in after me. I looked over my shoulder and could see the dark figure bobbing up and down in the water not too far behind me. I immediately tried swimming to increase the distance between me and whatever the hell that thing was. After several minutes, I looked over my shoulder to see if it was getting closer. The moon wasn't very bright on this night, but I could see well enough that it didn't appear to be behind me anymore. I managed to break free from the rapids and haul myself to shore. I took shelter under a collapsed, decaying tree trunk and slept there all night fearing that if I moved around through the brush, it would hear me. That morning I woke up to the sounds of birds chirping and several flies buzzing around my head. Everything seemed normal. The forest didn't have that sense of impending doom that it did the previous night. I had no idea where I was. I walked for several hours and then luckily happened upon the trail that led from my house to the campsite. At that point, I recognized exactly where I was. I was closer to the campsite than I was my house. Now call me crazy, but I wanted to go back to the campsite and get my gear. It's hard to explain, but I felt safe. I was confident that whatever it was that was after me the previous night was gone. I I could just sense it. When I reached the campsite, I couldn't believe my eyes. It was ransacked. My tent was torn into several pieces and was hanging high up in a tree. My sleeping bag was ripped to shreds. The large stones that I used to encircle my campfire were strewn about the area. And there were huge, deep claw marks high up on several of the trees. This simply confirmed to me that had I not jumped into the river and gotten away, my blood and guts would have been decorating the campsite. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. 
Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com slash support. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support. Support.